Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Book Goodies Author Podcast. We are. I'm your host, Deborah Carney, and I'm here today with um, a photography book author, Sean Ingram. Hi, Sean. How are you? Hey, Deb. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's finally cooling down here in New York City. How are you doing over there? Did you lose any power in Ohio in those last batch of storms? Luckily, we kept it, but it seemed like everybody around us had it, and we're finally getting temperatures popping down here, too, so quite, quite a relief. Awesome. So, Sean, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them what you do, and then we'll get into why you got started writing. Uh, my name is Sean Ingram. I'm the owner of Sean Ingram Photography. Uh, I do a lot of uh, nature photography, uh, landscape, that kind of stuff. I'm just starting to get into um, a little bit more portraiture, but um, the book that I did was um, some of my rose photography, and um, I just like getting in touch with nature and kind of sharing people um, the vision of different things in nature through my through my eyes and vision. And uh, you know, with, with the book, this is the first time that I've ever done a book, and um, basically what I did is I went out and um, coupled. Uh, photographs of the roses with different quotes, poems, um, different types of sayings or whatever that um, basically incorporate love. I released the book about right around Valentine's Day, so um, basically the whole concept is roses and love and um, kind of coupling the two of them together. Which is something people do naturally. They, you know, the rose is usually the, the global symbol of love, so... Um, that was a natural choice to do. Now, how hard was it to pick the sayings or the quotes that went along with the roses? Um, it, it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as what I what I expected. I mean, I expected to spend um, hours and hours and hours. But you know, you do some Google searches and you know you look at all the different sayings from the famous people, and it's like before you know it, you've got a list of more quotes than what you have photographs to go along with them. Yeah. Was it difficult to choose the the flower images that you wanted to go in there? Um, yeah, it, it was. Um, basically, when I go out and shoot, I shoot tons and tons of photographs. You know, anybody that, you know, does kind of nature photography or anything like that where they're really into a subject, you know, you'll find out that, you know, with the digital age, it seems like you just shoot tons and tons and tons of content. So... You know, going through and trying to select and narrow it down and, you know, weed out what could be duplicates and try to get a unique experience for the photographs that are contained within the book. That was the hardest part. Once you've got that and, you know, you pull it up in a word and you start putting it all together, you know, it just seemed like it came with a natural flow from there. That's awesome. Um, and you just brought out, I was going to ask you how you structure, because a lot of our author interviews have been with people with manuscripts, and they don't need to do very much formatting. They just have to do like a page break at the end of a chapter, you know, and a little bit of formatting uh, in front of that. But with a book that includes photos, you have to do a lot more formatting. Uh, can you explain to us how um, you handled that? Yeah, basically I use Microsoft Word, and, you know, you lay out your title page, you know, with with your information, or um, and then you you kind of go in and you, you write your intro and, and all that kind of stuff like you would with a normal book. But then with the pages where I had the photos, 
I basically um, placed the photo on the page in a size that, you know, kind of fills the page and then with enough space underneath it to where I could fit the quote. Okay. And that, that took a little bit of tweaking and massaging and playing around. Um, I only published the book on Kindle. I'm planning on trying to get it out to the other platforms. But, you know, within Kindle, you've got tools where you can kind of preview it to see what it would look like on an iPhone or, you know, an iPad or one of the Kindle readers or, you know, all that different kind of stuff. And you can see the different sizes and trying to get it into a page layout to where my quote and my photograph appeared on every page yeah, in the right was- size or whatever. That was the hardest part of the whole thing. But still, it wasn't brain science. I mean, it was it was pretty straightforward once you got in the swing of it. Right. And basically, you would lay out the page, and then you have to put a page break after each uh, after the writing on the page so that the next image didn't flow into the same page and it went out on its own page. Exactly. Okay. Um I know that we talked a lot about uh, doing photo books, and, and this was your first stab at it. I've, I've done a few, and I've had some that I've had text in and some that I didn't. And I'm finding that I am getting more response from the ones like yours that have, uh, you know, have a nice quote or a little bit of information about uh, whatever the picture is and not just, you know, be... Be the photographer putting out a 30-page book of nothing but photos. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, you know, you can do the coffee table books that have nothing but images on them, but it seems like, at least my thought process in going into this, that it would make more sense if it wasn't just the picture, since people are pulling it in on the the Kindle or the different readers or whatever, that they would have some type of text, some kind of context to go along with each photo instead of it just being photo after photo after photo because I don't know even as a photographer me personally if I'm looking at a book that's just photos and there's nothing else to kind of grab my attention or kind of feed me more information as I'm going through I think my mind kind of gets tired after a while just looking at photo after photo after photo well and you know that brings up a good point that I've been to websites or flipping through books that you know, they're all photos, and you kind of get photo fatigue, even though they're beautiful and they're wonderful images. You just kind of, you're like, okay, I've had enough. You know, like yep. your brain can't handle anymore. Um, do you have plans to do another book in the future? Um, I'd like to. I mean, I've got years worth of nature and travel and, you know, all that kinds of stuff like that, that that's in my, my Lightroom catalogs and stuff. It's just finding the time with everything else that I'm trying to, to jump into, trying to break into portrait photography and you know, all that kind of stuff. I, I want to get through and call through those images to you know pull together some ideas for some other books. It's just you know like everything else in life, just having the time to pull all that stuff together and sit down and just do it. Yeah, one thing I'm finding is that um, I'm glad that through the years... I started to categorize things based on, you know, what I know people would like together, even though, you know, this was taken on this trip and this was taken on that trip, you know, just pulling them all together by topic instead of always by location. And, you know, so I've got that part sort of done, but then the next part, like you said, is the culling. 
So, yeah. like, I went to Antelope Canyon earlier this uh, this spring, which is a beautiful um, arch formation in uh, northern Arizona. And even though it's only a half a mile, I took 900 photos. And yep. I can't put 900 photos up. No one will ever go through them all. Yep. So I have to... Well, and as photographers... Um, and as photographers, like I was speaking with uh, Vinny about before the podcast, is, you know, sometimes even us, you know, we go out and we take the image. It's hard for us to sit there and, you know, go through and sort all those images just for our own use and, you know, weed them out and everything. And it's... Yep. And you have to you have to figure out if you want to you know this one would be better if it was cropped this one would be better if it was altered slightly you know do you want to just grab the really good ones and run with it or do you want to take the ones that you know could be great and spend the time to work on those to make them better and yeah. that's you know that that's all part of the process and um, we all have limited time in the day so even though people might think that a photography book is easy to put together, you know, as a reader, you might think, uh, you know, why do I have to pay nine ninety nine for a photo book when, you know, all they did is put a bunch of photos together. And there's really a lot of back processing that goes in before that, just as much as there is to creating manuscripts. Yep, exactly. So I know you have a lot of photos of animals. Are you going to try and go in that direction next time? Or are you going to stick with flowers or you haven't decided yet? Um, I, I, I've kind of got ideas on a few different ones. I mean, there's definitely the animal photographs. Um, there's, you know, like, like you, I'm a big fan of doing butterfly photography. So I've got tons of butterfly photos. I've got tons of flower photos I've got at, um, you know trips to the Smoky Mountains so I could do you know I've got thoughts of possibly doing some stuff with you know like a travel just to highlight some of the different areas around the Smokies or yeah that sounds south, awesome southeastern Ohio has some wonderful parks and, and areas that um, are just gorgeous and I've spent time photographing a lot in those areas so you know, there, there's a lot of different ideas kind of chugging around up in there, and it's just, you know, like I said, trying to get the time to where I can sit down and just put some focus on it and separate the ideas that are all kind of mushed together right now and make them off, um, break them off into pieces that are manageable. Actually, fit with something that would we'll, we'll go into exactly. Yeah. With the butterflies, I found one of my best-selling books, and feel free to steal the idea. Um, one of my best-selling books is a photography uh, book about butterflies, and it has the identification of the butterfly underneath the photo, and it also has a short quote or a poem. And if it's a long poem, I have it span several pages so that you know when you flip the page, you're still reading the same poem. And that seems to be one of my uh, most popular. So you've got a lot of butterfly books. If you've got them ID'd, that's, you know, one of the things that people seem to like about that particular book is uh, finding out about all the different kinds of butterflies. Um, uh, I know you've probably gone to some conservatories the same way I have, where you go to a butterfly conservatory and you have butterflies that you can't see out in the wild very much. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've got something like that here in Central Ohio, um, you know, where they have, it's not an actual butterfly conservatory, but the actual um, floral conservatory from like, I think it's like April to September, they hatched off various species of butterflies and they, they just turn them loose in their tropical area inside nice. the conservatory. I like so, that. You walk, you walk through, and you have butterflies landing on your shoulder and on the kids' fingers, and you know all that, like the the common morphos and the the tiger. Um, you know, you've got all these just different types of butterflies that aren't native to the area that are just all over the place. That's really cool. Um, now, if, if someone were, I mean, I know you've only done one book, but that is a process to, to do that. Um, if someone were going to start a photography book, what would be your, uh, what would be your advice to them? Um, the first thing is, is don't let it scare you. Um, that was the one thing that held me back, and um, you were a huge help in <laughs> getting, me, getting me pushed along there. And, I made you, know, you I really, do it. <laughs> I really appreciate that. You know, it took that push. And, you know, once I got started, you know, it just kind of clicked through. I mean, you know, it was around that time. It was Valentine's Day. The rose seemed like it was a natural a natural thing for that, and I was just able to run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the second book, it's taken me a while to kind of figure out what I want to do and where I want to go with it and all that kind of stuff. So it's not as easy as that one, just kind of jumped in. But, you know, my, my biggest um, thing with anybody would be don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid. Go, 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 go get started, get your photos together. Um, like you said, if you've, if you've got something where you can have the identification and, um, you know, some quotes or, or something that can go along with it, start compiling that information together in Word and, you know, don't even worry about the formatting at first. Just pull everything together and you can go back in and, you know, using your control keys or um, I forget what the key is on, on the Mac. You know, you, you use those keys to do all your page formatting and everything later. Just start compiling all the stuff together and, you know, go through and, and sort and, you know, get it organized at, after you get everything together. That, that's a great idea, too, is, yeah, don't worry about the formatting at first. Just throw the pictures in. And um, you made a point a while ago about not getting duplicates. I had put together a book on, I forget, lilacs or something, and I, I used the uh, preview in Word where you could shrink it down to 25%. And I'm looking through, and I'm looking through, and I'm like, wait a minute, that looks familiar. And <laughs> sure enough, I had used you know, a couple of photos twice. So, you know, that's the only thing you want to watch out for, too, is that you make sure you use, uh, don't don't duplicate your photos within your book. People will be like, what? They, they'll, they'll, they'll consider that probably to be a little sloppy. So, um, now, and you chose to go the self-publishing route, and which I encourage people to do because it helps you to get out there and get, you know, something tested, is that something you are going to continue to do as the self-publishing, or are you going to look into traditional publishing at all? Um, no, I'm going to stick with self-publishing. I, I, I really don't 
consider for myself a big enough author to where I would even consider the big publishing houses and after seeing what I can do with those, even if I was a big author, I don't know that I would go that route. I mean, it seems like in today's technology, I have the ability to do anything that a publishing house would do. I have the ability to do that on my own and control it myself, and I don't have to worry about giving somebody else a piece of the cut or whatever. I mean, I just pay my fees where I've self-published, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, you have the skills to take care of um, your cover. Uh, that's that's one thing that uh, people have trouble with. But since you have the Photoshop skills and and whatever, you were able to design a nice cover. Um, it it, it was okay. I think it could have been better, but <laughs> well, I appreciate the thought. But yeah, I mean. You know, if, if you've got that or you know, know somebody that you could hire to do that, I mean, I, I'm not sure what other benefits, the, uh, you know, a, a, a big publishing house could give you, you know, that you can't get through, you know, doing it on your own or hiring somebody to farm out the pieces that the publishing house would have done. But, you know, I think you can do it for a lot less and still get the reach and everything that, that they give you. Okay. All right. Well, um, Sean, I'm really thankful to you for coming on our podcast and talking about, you know, putting together a, a photo book. I have had some people asking about it. And um, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with before we sign off? Um, no, not really. Just, you know, if you've got an idea, go for it. I mean, you know, the, the, the biggest detriment or the biggest um, block that you'll have is just yourself and not doing it I mean once you get it out there I mean you know get it out there let people see it let people you know make their own decisions and you know see where it goes from there oh I know one question I wanted to ask you so we'll (laughs) I'll wrap it up again in a minute Um, now do you have a separate site for your books or are they just on your um, Sean Ingram site um, it's it's just on my Sean Ingram photo dot site um, www dot Sean Ingram dot or Sean Ingram photo dot com. Okay. And I I just promote it off of there and um, you know I've thrown it out on other sites that I run or I'm a member of or whatever. But you know for the most part it's just it's just on my my regular blog. Okay. Um. Once again, thank you for joining us. And uh, for those of you that are listening on iTunes and didn't find it on our website, if you come to bookgoodies.com, you'll be able to find the show notes and uh, we'll have a link to seaningramphoto.com. And, Sean, do you have a Facebook page? Yes, it's uh, basically uh, facebook.com slash photography. Okay, cool. Um, and you can always come and find the Book Goodies page at uh, actually bookgoodies.com or you can go to twitter.com slash bookgoodies or uh, facebook.com slash bookgoodies and um, I'd like to thank everyone for listening I'd also like to thank geekcast.fm for hosting all of our podcasts and uh, thanks everybody for listening let's get your photos together and put together a book um Everybody have a great day. Thanks.